The Flight Deck is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you to the donors who sustain the Museum of Flight. To support this podcast and the museum's other educational initiatives, visit museumofflight.org slash podcast. Hello and welcome to The Flight Deck, the podcast of the Museum of Flight in Seattle, Washington. I'm your host, Sean Mobley. Now, who doesn't love the Blue Angels? Today's podcast episode is a set of interviews with some of the folks from the Blue Angels. Now, this season of The Flight Deck, we're going behind the scenes of Curator on the Loose, which is the Museum of Flight's web series that features our senior curator, Matthew Burchett, taking people into spaces in the aviation industry that they normally wouldn't get to go. And how many people get to have conversations with the Blue Angels? (laughs) This was a really fun day to shoot. We got to get up close and personal with Fat Albert, which is a plane that accompanies the Blue Angels. And because this is Curator on the Loose, we wanted to try to do something extra. You know, a lot of folks have interviewed the pilots, and the pilots are obviously very important to the Blue Angels. There wouldn't be the Blue Angels without the pilots. But you know, there also wouldn't be the Blue Angels without all of the support crew that go along with the pilots and take care of the planes, make sure everything's maintained, make sure everything's organized. And so that's who we're going to hear from today. I have a few interviews for you. One is from the pilot, uh, Fat Albert, which like I said, is a, is a marine crewed airplane that accompanies the Blue Angels. And then we also have an interview with one of the maintenance folks from the Blue Angels, the, one of the people who actually makes the planes themselves go. Now these interviews were recorded live outdoors on the airfield on Boeing Field, King County International Airport, which is the airport that's right in front of the Museum of Flight. The Blue Angels had just arrived, so there is sound. This is an active airfield. There are other planes flying in because this is a big event. There's other people around us. I've done my best to reduce the sound of background noise, but if if you're driving in your car and it sounds like you're getting strafed, it's probably not actually happening it's just the recording because the plane was flying over the microphone and there's not much we can do about that with that out of the way though i hope you enjoy this episode i'm going to turn it over to matthew for the interviews uh at least enough ryan how many marines we got now so on the uh, f-18 side it's about one per chop so i think we're only about eight of us I think we're sitting at about 21 uh, Marines right now, maintainers on on the Fat Albert crew. It's all Marine crew. There's three C-130 pilots. Uh, myself being the most junior one, I just came out in September. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. We came from uh, I came from an East Coast squadron, a C-130 KC-130Js, uh, VMGR-252. Been around the world in a couple different squadrons. Oh nice. And then was selected for the team. Showed up in September. Been with them ever since. I'll serve about three years on the team, and then after that I'll go right back to the fleet again, so right back to the Marine Corps. Um, The same with the other two pilots. We have four uh, flight engineers right now, and they kind of rotate through. That Albert is a all-Marine crew. It needs two pilots and at least two flight engineers to be able to operate it. We just arrived from Pensacola, Florida. We have 38,000 pounds of cargo. We bring everything that we need to be able to keep these jets all in the up form, so Bert is the 
uh, Bert Fat Albert is what we call it, uh, from 1970 cartoon, kind of affectionately called her Fat Albert. Uh, moves all of our people and our equipment from show site to show site. Once we arrive, uh, they start unloading uh, all the people and uh, equipment, and they'll start working on these jets. So they can start their practice here shortly. Oh, nice. So we're here with Major Sultan. Sultan. We're here with Major Sultan, who surprisingly is a Marine. Who would have thunk it? Major, thank you so much. Yeah, now, nice you have you. a really cool job. You get to pilot something not a lot of people do, and that is BERT. That's right. So Fat Albert, 1970, we were established to be able to support the team. It's an all-marine air crew. Uh, we've got three other pilots on board. We've got another four flight engineers, and we've got a whole maintenance contingent to be able to keep that aircraft up so we can sort these fast-moving jets behind us. So the Blues had BERT many, many years ago, went away, now it's been brought back. What model are we flying now? So we're flying the C-130J. So we got a full contingent of glass cockpit. We got four 4,700 horsepower engines that come along with it, six by props, uh, Dowdy. Uh, it's uh, still a Lockheed made, trusted and true. Nice, now I know everybody out there is gonna wanna know this question. What happened to the Jados? No Jado. So 2009 was the last Jado shot. We stopped producing those anymore. And fortunately, the new J model actually produces more thrust than any of those Jados will be able to give us. So you're going to see the same profile from the J model, just without the Jado rockets. No kidding. You know what? I think that's even cooler. It's pretty cool. Just pure prop power. That's it. All aerodynamics. Very nice. Yeah. All right, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, how did you get into the Marine Corps? And then how do you get onto the Blues? It can't be easy. It's definitely uh, a challenge through and through, but I started out uh, just over the mountains here, Central Washington University. Nice. I was a graduate there through the flight program. Uh, applied for the Marine Corps, was able to qualify for an aviation slot, did all the normal training all the way like a lot of these Navy flyers do, and then served quite a few years out in the Pacific and then also on the East Coast, uh, and then applied last spring, and then they selected me and I was able to join the team in September. This is the uh, second year the C-130J has been uh, conducting its demonstration with the team. We're pretty fortunate to have Bert along for the ride. Oh, that's really cool. So you'll serve how long? So it'll be a three-year tour, so I'll be my last year will be 2024. And then you go right back into your old slot and that's correct. just keep on? That's right. So I'm an instructor pilot, came from the fleet, and just like everybody else here, we go back to the fleet. So we serve a short two to three years, and then right back we go back to wearing those green and flying those gray aircraft. <laughs> So adding a little bit of color to your life. All right, right, tell me what is the best thing about BERT? Best thing about BERT? Uh, I gotta say the paint job's pretty cool, but honestly, <laughs> it takes us to some pretty awesome places. We get to meet some interesting people, and I think without that happening, the uniqueness of uh, the Blue Angel team is the fact that BERT is able to support any of those logistical yeah. missions at a moment's notice. So if an aircraft were to go down and need a part, Bert would man up and we would go get uh, a part wherever it's located in the U.S., wow. uh, the East Coast or West Coast, go get that, bring it back. And these maintainers you see out here from the fleet would get that aircraft up and ready for the show the next day. That's awesome. Man, you guys are great. We're really excited to have you back. It has been a long couple of years. Sure. Well, thank you, Major. Thank you, thank you so much. Now, you brought somebody along with you because we want to get a different kind of take on the blues. You brought what you guys call a maintainer. Sure did. Can we kind of talk to him? Yeah, why don't we bring him on over here? Awesome. Let's run a ride. Local boy as well. Sir. 
How are Staff you? Sergeant, how are you? Doing well, sir. How are you? I'm great. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. How'd you get into this job? Is Absolutely. this something that you're like, eh, I might go out for the blues? Or were you just like, got to do it? That's a great question, sir. So, for the Marines, um, we actually do a different little process than what the sailors would do to get on team. The sailors come out, uh, see if they enjoy the process of being a Blue Angel, um, and then they actually apply. When I was hired on team about three years ago, uh, is actually who I knew. So uh, Marine was leaving the team. He remembered me from Japan, actually. We were stationed together. And he asked if I wanted the opportunity, and I said, absolutely, oh, do want man. the opportunity. That's a good friend. Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> yes, sir. So that's changed now. Um, the Marines do apply just like the, the Navy does as well. So they'll come out do the exact same process as the Navy, and then they will be hired that way. So, so my lucky days are over, unfortunately, um, but I was definitely uh, uh, very lucky to get this opportunity. That's great. How long have you been with the team now? Uh, this I actually got four years, so this will be my last year. Uh, uh, bittersweet, for sure. Yeah, uh, no I love kidding. my opportunity, but it's just like Major was saying, is it's, it's time to go back. Yeah. So. Now, where will you head back to? Um, so in the Marine Corps, we actually fly, we call them legacy hornets, so Alpha through Deltas. Right. Uh, we don't have the Echoes and Foxtrots, not the Super Hornets. So I can either go to Beaufort, um, I can go to Miramar, down in San Diego, oh, yeah. um, and those are basically my choices for those areas. Um, I would suggest Miramar. I would also agree with yeah, you. Yeah, San that's, Diego is yeah. awesome. Yes, you will have is. a lot of fun in San Diego. Absolutely. And be a great Marine at the same time, I'm sure. Now, tell me a little bit about the Super Hornets. Absolutely. What sets it apart from what you call the Legacy Hornets? So, um, a lot of things from the Legacy Hornets to the Super Hornet, um, it's just a newer aircraft. Um, so, your avionics are going to be upgraded. It's it's hard to tell now, but if you're sitting next to a Alpha through Delta to the Echo and Foxtrot, these are just a much larger aircraft. Really is. They, they are substantial, are about 33% larger. Wow. So they're a much larger aircraft. Um, so they can just go further, they can carry more. Um, there's more versatile in those aspects. Thank you for tuning in to The Flight Deck, the podcast of the Museum of Flight in Seattle, Washington. This was one of the most special episodes to shoot, and it really comes through in the actual TV episode. So if you want to watch the visuals that accompany this, including a look around Fat Albert, you can head to our YouTube channel. You can just go to YouTube, search for the Museum of Flight. You can find us there and watch the episode there. Or I'm also going to include a link to the episode in our show notes so you can check those out there. And we're constantly releasing new episodes of Curator on the Loose. We've got something like 50 back episodes at this point, too. Uh, so while you're on our YouTube channel, make sure that you subscribe to us so that you get the new videos as soon as they come out. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you downloaded us from. It really helps the algorithm know that people should listen to this show. So please do that. You can also support the podcast financially by making a donation. You can do that at museumofflight.org slash podcast. You can also contact the Museum of Flight by email at podcast at museumofflight.org. Until next time, this is your host, Sean Mobley, saying to everyone out there on that good earth, we'll see you out there, folks. <laughs>